Hi everyone and happy Monday. Welcome back to another Conspicuous Podcast. And once again, I'm joined by my special guest, Michael Carthy. And of course, I'm your host, Steve Cranston of Lilac Films. Our Twitter is at Lilac Films. Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do and what's your Twitter ID? Hello everybody, I'm Michael Carthy from Carthy Accountants, based in Stafford, your friendly family local accountants. Uh, all accountants will tell you um, they'll make a difference, they'll be proactive. But do you know what? We actually will, because we're going to work with you to help you grow your business. If you want just a bean counter, we're not the ones for you. If you want to actually proactively grow your business, you need to come and have a little chat with us. Our Twitter handle is at Carthy Accounts. That's at Carthy Accounts. And you can find us on Eastgate Street in Stafford Town Centre. Oh, you're like a walking infomercial. I do indeed. <laughs> so um, um, what we do at Lilac Films, well, we make films. I'm going to actually try and do a proper actual explanation. So we're essentially a video marketing company. We help create the films that say play in front of YouTube clips, the short adverts. But behind everything, it's about making people smile with the, with the, with the films, making people smile when they think about your brand and trying to create a real warm image that clearly explains what your product or service is and gives people a reason to buy. And of course, the best way to do that is to show them. And that's why we create films to help businesses convert their customers, their prospects into customers, essentially. So anyway, let's move on with this week's episode. This week's episode is how boring are your business meetings? Now, we've done a few episodes on networking, but this one is specifically about those one-to-one meetings that you have where you go to a networking event and someone hands you a slip or someone says, I'm really interested in what you've said. Let's have a meeting and let's talk about how we're going to find some new opportunities, how I'm going to introduce some people, how I'm going to use your services. So you go away and you think, fantastic, I'm going to have a great meeting with this person, we're going to collaborate, we're going to share opportunities with each other, and you get to it, and you just think, my word, this was so boring, he had no interest in finding out anything about me, he just wanted to talk about himself all the way through it. And you go away disheartened, and you think, you know what, I'm not going to go back to that networking group because that one person, I think this is the one thing that kills off networking groups, people that act like that in it, that uh, it just takes one bad one-to-one for someone to write off the whole networking group being like that one individual. So let's kick things off then. What's been your worst one-to-one, obviously without naming any names and businesses, just um, tell us a situation and tell us a bit about what made it so bad for you. Um, The... I do have a handful, but I think the narrowing it down, the worst one I've had is with a dull person in terms of monotone, voices, not slow, drawn out, monotonous, not interested in your business at all, interested in selling you a service you don't need, and so, so... If we look at me, this is a one-to-one meeting. Um, selling at me in a one-to-one meeting is a surefire way to turn me off. Selling at you before they've understood Correct. anything about you. So, um, ears and mouth, use them in that uh, order. You've got two two ears, one mouth. Um, it should be a half and half. You should be finding out about them. They should be finding out about you. Um and I'm very strongly of the opinion every single business meeting should have an agenda. If I agree. you don't have an agenda, then you're bound for things not to go as you plan. So the the one that was very awful, I was sold at for an hour and a half by a dull, monotonous voice, um, and I'm never going to get that time back. Never. It's gone. Poof. Poof. 
gone. Forever lost. What about you, Steve? Well, mine was quite similar to yours, actually, as well. I think this is the common trend for it, that uh, the big thing that really put me off was... Um, I, I initiated the meeting because I was genuinely interested about the person and that's why I could, I could feel a bit like I understand why he misconstrued it a bit and thought I just want to hear about him but the idea I sort of said to him was um, I think I can help you as well why don't you come and share a bit about your business and let me tell you about mine and we got an hour into it and I will say this, it was multi-level marketing as well, so I, I should have known better with this, but they, they, they sat down, and from the outset, it was a, just a case of talking about them, and uh, I know the question to ask, and, and, and generally, my the way I basically go about one-to-one is I like to listen, because it tells me more about a person that way, to see how they are, so I'll listen, and I'll ask them questions, and see how they react to that, um, and see how they engage as well and see if they hold eye contact and just see sort of like um, how authentic I feel they are and how passionate I think they are about their product. And with him, I could see that there was one clear agenda and it was he had the paperwork out there because I saw it poke through his folder, which was a sign-up form that wasn't at all subtle. Um, he may have thought it was been, but he was essentially trying to sell me finance. Um, and I said outright, I don't think I need... I said, in fact, there wasn't... I think I, I don't need this. But if you think it will help you by putting this through, I don't mind doing that, which was my first mistake in there. And it just kind of went on from there. And it got to end of it. What made it really awkward was he sort of said, I forgot to ask you anything about what you do, but I'm out of time because my, 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 my ride's waiting outside, so I'm going to go, but maybe we can have another one. And I thought, I just feel so embarrassed to be in that position where I know what I've done there. I've had to acknowledge the elephant in the room, which is I've talked about myself for an hour. We've been through all these things. We knew it was supposed to be a mutual meeting and I've eaten up all that time for myself. Now, to be fair, I could have put that straight. I could have sort of said, you know what, I'm going to talk to you about this. But I could see I'd have just been wasting my breath because there was no opportunity to be had there because he came into it with a very one-track mind of, I'm going to sell to you and if you're not interested, well, then I'll just move on to the next person. There, that. I was, I, there wasn't a relationship was there. Was there a follow-up to the meeting? Uh, there was a follow-up to the meeting, yeah, yeah, there was, and that was just as terrible as well. There was a follow-up by phone as well by him to ask why I hadn't completed the paperwork they'd left with me, and I said again, to, I'm just not interested in this this service now for now, and and that was pretty much the end of the relationship after wow. that for it. Um, so I I kind of felt like well yes I could have controlled it and I could have sort of said you know what I'm going to stop you there um I, I really understand what you're doing but because time is short and I don't want to keep you waiting any longer um, for the meeting that we agreed so I'm going to tell you a bit about what I'm going to do and we're going to set this agenda um I could have done that and in some cases I would do that where someone is just clearly a bit green to it they they're they're, um, they're quite lively they're passionate about their product but. I wasn't in the, I, I, I wasn't can, in his mind there for a relationship. I, he was there yeah, to get something, to take it from it. I mean, I I've had one to ones recently with new people new to business, and I've explained this is not how you go about doing a, a business meeting, especially not a one to one. We can't just let's not just talk about one to ones. We will go on to business meetings, but uh, this isn't the time to sell at me. You're not saying that you sell through me. You don't sell at me. 
uh, and they very quickly changed their complete way that the meeting was going and they did fantastically well. I called it an upfront contract. And I think that's the first action point, actually, having an upfront contract before mm. a meeting starts. Because like, I mean, you've made a great point of saying, have an agenda to it because your time's valuable. I'd say have an upfront contract at the outset of the meeting to avoid being in the situation I found myself in with this gentleman. Um, have an upfront contract where you sort of say, um, no, I hope you don't mind, but th- this is how I, I'd like the meeting to go. Is that okay with you? So you have a, an agreement from the outset what the expectations are. And clearly, if that's not the expectations, then they've got a chance to sort of say, oh, no, I, I thought this was a meeting for me to pitch my product to you. And you can say, well, I'm really sorry if I misled you on there as well. My aim Get is to build a relationship. <laughs> go away. <laughs> I think um, my father-in-law told me a good story from, from the fire service days where their, their monthly catch-up meetings used to last hours and hours and hours and a new chief officer came in and, and he, uh, he put a time limit, maybe an hour, uh, there were six points, every point got 10 minutes and when people started talking, talking, hit the 10 minute mark, moving on Boom. to the next and people soon learn. I, I know certain networking groups have changed their theory, I like an hour one-to-one uh, I like um, 20 minute per person and then a 10 minute summary per person. I also like action points to come out of the meeting. I hold my hands up if I don't take action points or in fact make phone calls during the meeting, chances are they don't get followed up. So I like to make sure these are the three points that I'm going to do for you. And I think three is a good number to have Absolutely. for each, each side as well. Uh, similar format, I try and set the 20-20-20 format. It's 20 minutes about me talking about, um, me listening to you, 20 minutes of me talking about my business, and then 20 minutes where we both collaborate and setting action points to follow up on from that. I've got a very good idea, Steve. Go on. Just, just before we move on to other types of meetings, it, it would have to be a slightly longer podcast, but how about we have a one-to-one on a podcast. A full one-to-one, a full hour-long one-to-one that yeah. people can listen into. Yeah. Um, okay. I think if we were to do this, though, we would have to do this as a follow-up because yeah, this absolutely. episode would be... There you go. See? There's my upfront contract being... And your go. upfront contract being cancelled by me of saying, no, we're not going to do that on this episode. No, 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 that's fine. But what about in future, in a future episode, let's let's do a one-to-one? I think we should do it as a mini one-to-one now. Yeah. Let's do it as a sort of... Uh, um, a three minute, so like what I call it the four networking one-to-one. So if anyone's been to four networking, they have a format that I think is probably the best thing about four networking, which is the 10 minute Sorry. one-to-ones. Something's good about four networking. Oh, shut up. Sorry. I thought you said that. That was all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the one good thing. No, I'm being cruel. <laughs> so 10 minute one-to-one basically. So if I start with this, we've, we'll pretend all the chit chats happened. You welcome me into your office there for that. So I'm going to ask you to start, Michael. Tell me a bit about what's been going on with Carthy Accountants lately. So uh, Carthy Accountants, we've obviously we've been going around for 14 years now, uh, recently expanded uh, and moved into bigger offices. Uh, the main point for moving into the offices was to um, create a better environment for the creative juices of our clients to flow. Um, as I said, I can't say that because at the beginning... Um, we don't want to just be bean counters. We don't want to be seen as the boring suit that we want to visit once a year. We want to be an integral part of your business. Uh, we want to. Be... So, how would you go about that, though? So, when you have a customer comes in, what sort of questions do you ask them? So, uh, they would have an initial consultation. Again, we could we can come into meetings. Um, but you're using my three minutes, Steve, and I'm a bit upset about. That. Well, I said I'd be asking questions <laughs> as well, and there gets another ten seconds of it. <laughs> so the. Um, 
Once we've had an initial consultation, uh, we have that so they can find out about us. I, we can find out about them. Um, if they decide to come on board, um, they then get put onto our onboarding manager in client services. Um, that makes sure all the um, important stuff's done, anti-money laundering, um, yeah, all the, all the boring stuff. Shh. Um, I would then take a big part in meeting with them to find out where they are now, where they want to be in one year, two year, five year. We can actually start to build a plan then at how working with us, their business is going to grow. Um, we also instill on them um, that due to our networking um, within networking groups in Stafford, if they need any services to actually just get in touch with us. And it's taken three years now, but... A lot of our clients use us as that central hub if they need other services, solicitors, videos. So they'll come to you and sort of say, who would you recommend? Because you're kind of at the centre of it. Absolutely. Um, so that's kind of how we do it. We then work with them. We'll have uh, annual reviews. We can offer strategy packages, business growth packages, money forecasting packages. We offer lots and lots of services, which mean we're an integral part to our clients' businesses to help them grow. That's fantastic. You've got 30 seconds left, actually. Oh, have I? Um, and uh, interesting fact for you, more of our clients died last year than left us to go to other accountants. I'm not going to comment on that one. <laughs> I'm not going to say what you do to your clients. There we go. So Fantastic. I mean, that, that was great. That was actually a real good insight there and, and real good to have that summary on there. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit about what's going to be going on with Lilac Films. So... Uh, recently, we actually had a, a big win, thanks to your introduction that we did on the back of one of our one-to-ones that we had, where you introduced us to Stafford Borough Council and we produced the film for the Stafford 10K. And that led on to us, um, based on the success of that, we gained them 23,000 unique views over Facebook, which was by far the most successful thing they've done on social media um, in a long, long, long time. And on the back of that, they've seen the Stafford Half Marathon sell out the first 75% of their tickets in two weeks, which they've never had before. They said, usually it sells out, but it's not till the new year. Um, and they've, they've upped to 5,000 tickets as well. So it's pleased, they're pleased. And what we've seen has that has happened from that is we've now got a whole series of films that we're doing for them. So we're working with them to help promote the Leisure Centre. We're working on the um, Light Switch on next week. And we're also doing the Half Marathon and um, Party at the Castle, Music at the Castle, um, Party in the Park and things like that, which is fantastic because we've now got a real good, strong relationship with our team. But the other side of things that we've been doing and the things that I've been really pushing for networking groups and the things that I'm looking for introductions in is our iPhoneography course, which is where we teach business owners how to use their smartphones to film, edit and upload video content. And this is great for education and that's something we're really trying to push. So we're looking to meet colleges, universities, even schools to help teach them how to use some video disciplines to get their students producing uh, material, to create their own uh, e-learning material, and to basically create content in the simplest way possible, where it's still of a quality that's acceptable, but they can then start self-distributing and they can have us as experts behind that. So that's a, a bit of a snapshot about where we're at at the moment. So let's do some goal setting then as well. Absolutely. So, um, so give me an idea of where you'd like to sort of like look for an introduction then is there a type of business sector that you're looking to to grow because of experience in that the main thing i'm asking for at the minute is we run a monthly carthy club which is a networking opportunity in a very informal environment 
Um, we have uh, a glass of wine, a nibble, and have a really nice sort of evening being introduced to lots of new businesses and making introductions. In fact, last night we had a Carthy Club, really successful one. We made a very good introduction, which if it comes off will uh, mean someone's got another 2,000 clients like that on their books. So fantastic. Could be absolutely fantastic. My biggest thing at the minute um, is asking people to invite people to Carthy Club. So let me give an action point then. We'll set one for each other. So I Look, think, yes. let me take an action point. That there's someone actually, there's, in fact, I'm going to give to myself two action points on this one. There's two people. There's one I've been speaking to about this for some time and it hasn't quite fallen into place for it, but that's Sue Tupling of Changeworks, who I know would be the right type of business to introduce you to. Lovely. Um, we've researched them before. We know that they're the right kind of size. You've got the right kind of experience. And I've got a good relationship with her as well. And uh, I think she'd be well suited to to the kind of formats that um, they do at Carpet Club. The other is, is a new business owner um, called Sharon Morris. And um, I was looking at B for B for and I felt it wasn't quite right. And actually something softer where she could meet some people in a bit of a, a safer environment and um, and also meet an accountant because she's completely green to everything at the moment and is in the process of starting something new. So we clearly value the advice. And if it's successful, we'll clearly benefit from being the first to, to meet her where there may be the prospect of going on to Lovely. a client. Thank so you. both of those two, and I it's, will... It's from... Friday the 16th of December, and if you just let us have up there, uh, if you phone them obviously first, so it's a warm introduction, and we'll send them through an invite. <clears throat> Friday 16th of December is in the diary now, and of course I'll be attending as well for that. Thank you. So from what you've said, uh, one immediately sprang to mind, simply by saying you were looking at some outdoor events, um, and it's not necessarily somebody who you could work for, but it is somebody I think you could work together with, um, A, if they get asked questions, or B, if you get asked, and it's a company called Cloud Base Images, um, who they are uh, airline pilots, and in, right. in their spare time, due to the fact they have an air license, they have a drone bigger than the size of my desk. Exciting. Uh, with a big camera on, and they can do all the very big external photography they also have a pole that's about 30 foot that they can put cameras on the end of i think that would be a company for you they don't however do on the ground um videoing so actually there could be some synergy there so i will do that one for you um in terms of schools and colleges i know quite a few schools and i know quite a few colleges that i can get you introduced to um name uh, newcastle underline college uh, okay, well, that'd be an interesting one because they recently had a, a film produced um, that okay. we didn't do, um, and I can't remember who it was that produced it. But that was about two, well, I say recently it was about two years ago that it happened. So I know that they will be due, and we have spoke to them in the past as well with their construction side of things. So if you could make that introduction, that'd be no fantastic. Lovely. Thank you for coming in, Steve. Well, thank you for your time, Michael. I'll show you down. Let's dissect this then as well. So. Um, I think focusing on the empire, what's really interesting is by listening to each other, we clearly saw buzzwords in what each other had said for that. That um, probably, I think you more so as well. You'd latched on to the outdoor events part that I'd said, we talked about the, the Borough Council. Yeah. And you'd also latched on to the schools and colleges there as well. So there's, there was two buzzwords that came out of mind for it. Um, now, my. my leads were more led by asking you the question there asking you sort of like what you're looking for because 
uh, what you did was you gave a very good overview for that. Uh, and I think accountants suffer from this quite often of being um, sometimes struggling to separate themselves out from others. And it's not until you sort of like you dig deeper and find those unique points about it. Absolutely. You, you, do, you find as accountancy, um, you get a couple of types of people. But the, the, the first person is the person who comes up to you when you go to a networking event and says, I'm really happy with my accountant. And you go, that's nice. Because um, they uh, have obviously met an accountant who sold at them, which is not what you want. Um, so sometimes it's very difficult when you say, I'd like an introduction to a, a, an actual particular company that they'll go, well, I've got an accountant. What do I want to speak to them for? So my yep. thing is very much, it's not about actually becoming our client. It's just, I think we've got some synergies and we could work together. So I look for slightly different reasons why I want introductions. Well, I think that's why Carthy Club's almost become the jewel in your crown. So just to sum up Carthy Club again, that is your monthly open networking um, event where you invite a mixture of your clients and you ask your clients, people like myself uh, and people within your networks, B4B, BNI, to bring a guest with them that you don't know which is clearly where the benefits comes for yeah. you. Having people there invited to it that are potentially a new business for you to, to meet and get to know. And I think the heart of it is that you hit the nail on the head. We both talked earlier about we hate being sold out. We hate people coming with the view that they're going to sell to us. But we like relationships. We like people that come relationally with the viewpoint of saying, I take value in getting to know you. Because it says, I take value in you as a person. And there's a very subliminal thing to this. I mean, you can dissect the psychology of it. But essentially... That's very different from someone sort of saying, um, I think making you a film is going to be great for you because of X, Y, and Z. Saying, I think investing time in you is going to be really, really good because then I can really understand what's important to you. And then if my services become useful at a later date, we will be there to support you on that. But we're basically planting relationships, looking at it like seeds, basically, planting all these seeds in relationships with people, um, investing time in them, getting to know them, with the expectation that opportunities that come from them specifically is a bonus. But actually, the opportunities we want is to show them we're trusted, we're credible, they can do business with us, and if they can go on to introduce us to someone, that's the win that we want. So working with them is just looked at as a bonus. Uh, I've got people I've got great relationships with um, that I feel what well, film would benefit them, but it has been the right time in the six years I've known them. We've put, uh, we've, we've discussed it and it hasn't come off. And rather than chuck the relationship away, we kept the relationship going. We've kept supporting them. And we've had some of the best wins come out of that, it as well. And I've no doubt in the future that more opportunities will come out from it, but we've gone into it the expectation that it's a relationship with them. There's no obligation that they have to take our service at any point in the future. It's them that we want to invest in. Absolutely. I think that our, that's how our relationship developed with me and you. And now obviously you do all our testimonial videos and our online website videos. So. And do you make sure I'm HMRC compliant? There we go. You see? <laughs> all good. So before this gets too schmaltzy... Let's get back to the heart of this as well. We talked about a good format of the meeting. So I think we've hit a lot of key things here, but let's summarize them as well. Let's make it, I like lists. So it's been a while since I've done a list on a podcast, but let's make a list of five things that should go into a good one-to-one -one meeting. So preparation. Preparation. Fail to prepare, to prepare to fail. And in that I'd say, an agenda is crucial to that as agenda well. is crucial have an expectation to it and, and use an and my extension to that point too would be to go to an upfront contract to make it clear to that person what you feel the agenda is for this meeting how many times have you sat down in a one-to-one -one and asked the person a question the most basic and simple question and they've said 
Well, I haven't really thought about that. As in, tell me why you're different to someone else. It's a bit of a tricky one, that. They are basic questions that you are going to be asked repeatedly at one-to-one meetings. We should do a list of, not not obviously now, but generic questions. I think this is a follow-up episode, isn't it? I, I like follow-up episodes. Oh. I've, got, I've got two hours of this meeting already as well, yeah. for it, but I think the follow-up episode has got to be those hard questions you ask yeah. and how you can respond to Correct. them as well. Yeah. The ones where it throws so many businesses up there as well. So what's unique about your service? Yeah. Uh, why should I use you over your competitor XYZ? Who are you looking to meet? Yeah. Well, I haven't really thought about that. And how you can prepare for it, little tricks about it. I mean, we've got a bank of podcasts on things like LinkedIn and how to use that to actually find leads. But absolutely, know what you, essentially know why you're going to that meeting. You wouldn't do anything else in your business without knowing why you're doing it. So if you're having a one-to-one meeting, what are your expectations out of it? What are you going to have as as an end goal for yeah. it. Learn, you need to learn their personality slightly, very quickly as well, because there are different people with different personalities. Some, you try and talk about the weather, and they don't want to talk about the weather, they want to talk about business. Some, if you go in and start talking about business, they'll be like, oh, oh. That's it's a very, bit heavy straight very away. Very uncomfortable yeah. about this. Yep. So you've got to learn. I tend to have a five minute, if, especially if people come here, we've got nice meeting room facilities, while I'm making them a cup of coffee, um, is the general chit chat. As you sit down, um, I had a fantastic one-to-one this morning with Alison Bradford. Um, It kind of went as perfectly as a one-to-one should. We actually spent longer talking about home life and Harrison and Kate and all that and that's part of the relationship so I'd say that um, by saying that you've got to have an agenda doesn't mean that business 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 no. business if you know what's important to that person is that they want to talk a bit about their, their family life or especially if, they, if, if their business is more of a lifestyle one as well where clearly other family members are engaged in it that could be the, the key to unlock with them understanding yeah. and remembering that and I think it is always useful, even if you don't come out with referrals, come out, learn something new. I taught Alison this morning, Coleman's Mustard, where's their profit come from? Coleman's Mustard, where's their profit come Where from? Where does their profit come from? Well, the obvious answer would be to say mustard, but I'm guessing there's another product out there. That no, go it's, on. it's mustard, yep. but it's the little bit you leave on the side of your plate. Is that right? It's where the profit is. Because everyone hates mustard, really. I English mustard. mustard's foul stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, point number four then. So we've got have an agenda and a yes. plan to it. Have an upfront contract and clear expectations for it. Remember that it's relationship-based, so don't be afraid to talk about what's important to the person on there. I'd say follow-up as well. The follow-up is key to any one-to-one. So that, I mean, the, the, the term we use network is the fortunes in the follow-up. Yeah. But you've had a great one-to-one. So you had a fantastic one-to-one with Addison Bradford earlier today. So you'll have had action points from that. Come out with clear objectives. The key is, is following up to it. And that's the time part of, of a one-to-one. That It's not just that hour that you've got with them. It's, okay, we've got an objective here as well. Let's act on this. Let's get this, this, let's get this moving forward. And that's where the opportunities come from. The people that say networking doesn't, don't work, um, doesn't work. <laughs> Going a bit brummy there. Good England, that was. Good England. The, the people who say networking doesn't work are the ones that generally forget to follow up with opportunities. I'll have one-to-one after one-to-one and they'll go into it and they'll either forget to set an agenda and set goals at the end of it or they'll forget to act on those goals from it and we've all been criminal of it it's something that everyone suffers from but know it when you know it you can respond to it and I think we've all sat in that one-to-one going oh, I really can't be bothered with this why am I here 
<laughs> I'm not going to say how I felt with our first one-to-one. No, I, I loved you from day one, Michael. Oh, Steve. If you talk about my best one-to-one, oh, schmaltz, schmaltz again, no more schmaltz. So, um, so rather than us talking love notes to each other, let's do the final point about it. So, final point about a good one-to-one. We've had follow-up, we've had agenda, we've had relationships. Yeah. An upfront contract yeah. to it. So there's the four points that we're up to now. I think the fifth point is attitude that you go into it with. And do you know why? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back this one up. I think there's some people that put off having a one-to-one with someone because they write them off and they feel like that person just won't be able to help me. Um, so someone like you in professional services may look at someone in something like personal training, something that's quite far apart from you. You know that chances are they're not going to be high turnover business and it, it, it could be easy to sort of think well I'll put them to the back there's other priorities here there's people here Dave over there employs 20 people and he's got a big telecoms business so I'm going to work on him first just to confirm that doesn't happen on our on our watch because we are very much we want to speak to anyone and everybody but I think that could also work on the other side as in the personal trainer or go do you know what stuffy accountant over there I don't want to sit in a thing with them but this guy over here um runs a Weight Watchers or a Slimming World. They, they think about their power groups, the people absolutely. that are close to them as well. So who's going to break the ice there for that? And if it's you, clearly that's all like taking that initiative and sort of saying, you know what, we should meet. You, you, you've been coming to this group now for some time, but we haven't had a one-to-one. Let's, 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 yeah. let's put that um, to rest if and actually go and meet and, and find out about they, each other. They are the key to networking one-to-ones. You will very rarely learn anything from people 60 seconds. Um, the time you will learn things is during those one-to-ones and you should at least every year be one-to-one with everybody in that room at least if not every six months yeah I agree I agree but um, let's not forget there are people that don't do the structured network that will go to the open networking for that yeah and uh, okay story time again back on this so a cleaner was at a networking event and it was a speed networking where everyone's having 60 seconds for that. They're going around the room and she got to a solicitor and began talking and he put his hand up and said, I don't think there's anything we can do there. We don't need your services and you clearly aren't going to need mine. Let's just wait. And uh, she got some emails to send for that. Now, the solicitor actually was interested in, I'm not going to name the clients, but a, a large Staffordshire business um, and it turns out the cleaner actually was a cleaner for this large Staffordshire business and knew the owner of it personally because she was also the cleaner for that person there. And it just goes to show that you write someone off, you write off everyone who they're connected to. Yeah. There is no business owner that ever deserves that. And all it says is something about you if you're that kind of person that writes Ooh, someone off. I'm guessing we've all heard of uh, the six degrees of separation. Yep. You can reach anybody in the world by six degree, by going through six people. Um, I stood up at a networking meeting asking for a very high profile person. Um, Say who it was, it was Theresa May you were looking to meet, it's the current Prime Minister. On a bit of a joke and I have got that introduction. So it it just goes to show. (laughs) We'll see if we can get on the podcast next week. (laughs) (laughs) But it goes to show that um, there's no reason why you can't be ambitious with what you're asking for. The one thing business owners often do is think, well, I'll just look a bit silly if I ask for that. Well, that's the worst of it, isn't it? If you look silly, what happens if you don't look silly? And someone actually goes, you know what? I can help you that. It's going to be tough. But 
here's a plan for how we could do that. What do you say? Do you think this is something that we could work? And then suddenly you start thinking, this is actually something that's within my grasp. I could make this happen. I could actually do something and and actually meet this person, connect them, and actually have the chance to present this opportunity to them with a warm introduction from someone that actually already knows them. It was connected to them in some way, shape or form. So without a doubt, not writing people off and actually being ambitious what you say. We've got up to six. Six is a good number yeah. still, isn't it? Be ambitious. Uh, what was my one again? <laughs> Be ambitious. Your contract, your uh, agenda. The, the latest one. So, so, so be ambitious. Yeah. Upfront contract. Yeah. Relationship. Agenda. We'll just listen back. We'll listen listen back to it. We'll write it down next time. It'll be fine. Don't write anyone off was a fifth one on there. Absolutely. Let's come back now. Don't write anyone off. And I think that's the most important. Follow up, six. Boom. You've got it. So we'd love to hear what your thoughts are about it. If you've had a terrible business meeting, well, tweet us about it. If you've had a great business meeting, or you've got some tips that you'd like to well, share about it. Well, everyone met me. They've had a brilliant meeting, haven't they? Well, we'll look forward to your inbox being flooded with people <laughs> saying how wonderful you are as well. And I'll make sure to retweet those out as well. Thank you. Um, so share that. I, we'd love to hear your tips about it. I mean, networking is so subjective and anyone that's had any experience in it, let's share and let's help collaborate. And let's help work together for it. So thanks for listening, everyone. Next week, we're going to talk about socialism. Looking forward to it. I'm kidding. Speak soon. Bye-bye.